A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, oh, welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the Uncensored Match Build Up Show. These are going to be coming thick and fast, just like the games for Liverpool. We've got Napoli Wednesday evening, eight o'clock Champions League. We win and we're in uh, to the knockout stages of the competition. The Beatles 2 0. On match day one, I'm joined by Steele, by Ben Kelly and by Ross Chanley today. We've won all three of our Champions League games since that fixture. But even if we're Napoli in poor form, Steve, this will be a tough game for Liverpool. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. I think these are probably the one team in, in, over the last couple of years who've caused us the most issues. Even Obviously, we, got, we were rubbish last year when we got beat at their place. We get the 1-0, don't we, late. Obviously, to, we know what happens mm. there, what, what, what that means. But that takes a... An improbable save from our goalie in the last minute to, to, to get that one. We actually did okay there earlier this season, and yes, they got beat two 0 So, so yeah, this this team of course does of course does problems not in the just, past. Not just Napoli. I think I'm right in saying that Ancelotti is the manager in the Champions League that has won against Jurgen Klopp the most. I think he's beaten Jurgen Klopp three times, yeah. and I think the only other manager to do that actually is Arsene Wenger. Um, so it's a manager that, you know, sometimes there's two styles yeah. and one struggles against another. I think the clock does seem to struggle against... Yeah, against, it, yeah you're yeah. right. I, did, I wasn't aware of that, but it, it does make sense. Like I say, we haven't played well away from home. I don't think we were brilliant against our home, to be honest, last year when we when we get through. But am I right in saying if we win, we're top of the league, we're top of the, do we win as group, we're through as group winners if we win? Am I right in saying that? Pretty much, uh, yeah. Pretty quick much. maths would say yes. So then, yeah. it, the incentives there, isn't yeah. it? The incentives there to beat them. Is there a point behind us? So yeah. the incentives there to beat them, get there, and then just send the under twenty threes to Salzburg. Mm. Uh, I know it was some years ago into that, so it'd be a bit nafuse. But, but there's a big, there's a big collection, of, collection yeah. of games there, isn't it? So if you can win this, and you can just send whoever to to Salzburg and get them ready for the Aston Villa game or around the same team, whatever, I don't care. It, but it's going to be hard because. There's no reason to think it won't be. We haven't been playing particularly brilliantly, and these, like I say, these are a side who've, who've caused us problems for a while, and you've got very, very good players and a very, very good manager. I think I'm also right in saying that Ancelotti was the last man to win an away game in the Champions League at Anfield because he was managing Real Madrid when they beat us three 0 in 2014. Um, now I did that was Champions League, I, I, I just, but Ben. Dries Martin's missed their last game. Um, he's their top scorer this mm-hmm. season. Uh, he's got, what is it, five league goals. I th- oh, no, no, Milik's their top scorer with five league goals. Dries Martin's obviously a danger man for them. Um, he picked up a bit of a knock, I think it was, on international duty. Um, so he was a bit of a doubt for the last game. I think he'll, he'll start in this game with a you know, huge level of importance. But you know, between um, Lozano, 
if Dries Martins to start and maybe Insigne starts on the wing, they've got players who can cause us a little bit of chip. Yeah, I mean Insigne, I think is the is the main. When I think <coughs> of Napoli, I, th- I think because I think he is, I think he's clinical, you know, and, and he gets half a chance, he'll bury them. Lozano, I don't know as, as much about, but Mertens as well. You know, he's Lozano's class, by the way. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't don't know as much uh, as much about him, but I, I know obviously Mertens was being linked with all kinds of moves over the summer. I think he was quite well well sought after. Um, I, I think even our name was was thrown in the hat for him at one point. And I think, you know, the, 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 look, don't get me wrong. These these guys, they they'll have been. They felt aggrieved last season to not go through the group, and it, you know it was it was a tough group with PSG. But these are a Champions League side. You know, when I, when I think about this, this could quite easily be you know a quarter final. Right. You know, these guys are, are top top players. Um, obviously, they, as I can see by the results, they're struggling a little bit um, at the moment in the league, but they're still one of Serie A's top sides. Um, you know, they've got the likes of Kula Bali at the back as well. You know, who's that big presence for them? You know, much like we've got. We've got Van Dijk at the back for us, so this is this is a, this is a real matchup, and it was and it's been proven by we've had a fair bit of experience playing Napoli over the last couple of years, and they've always been tight games, you know. And this time last year, we went into this game needing to win to go through, and and, and we, you know we, we we managed to do that, you know, as you say before with, with the save. But they'll be they'll be out now looking to looking to overturn that and looking to get revenge for that, and we need to be wary. How do you think Liverpool will approach this game, Rush? Is it just a case of it's the next game? It's going to be our full sense side. Yeah, do you think it's, it has to be that way? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's just that cliche to take one game at a time. But I think you have to think about the Salzburg stuff and our congested fixture list and try and get this done. I think you've also got to be reserved in the fact that we have been against like Man City and Crystal Palace and and look at the opposition and respect how good they are going forward. Um, it was frustrating because I think we played really well um, in Naples and I think. You know, we always talk about our atmosphere and stuff. Their atmosphere was incredible, and I think that you know you can you can admit and be all right with it that it got to our players. I think you know it was definitely the, the whistles and stuff like that. So I think once we got our crowd behind us, our record at Anfield is, is incredible. Um, <clears throat> and got likes of salary didn't play the weekend, so he, he's fully fit as well. I think he's just going to get it done. But I think you've got to be cautious of, of the attacking threat that they have. And Kula Bali as well. I think you know trying to avoid him at all costs. We say people do it to Van Dijk. He was phenomenal when, when we played them. Yeah, is. Uh, do we know more? I mean, I don't know whether it was a slip of the tongue there on Salah saying he's fully fit now, but... Well, Klopp said the other day he's fine for... He'll be fine is for... He? He'll be fine Brilliant. for Wednesday, he already said. He's going to bring him on, wasn't he? But he, he did say we did decide to just hold him back. He probably could have played him, so he will play, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, you've got, I think he'll go full. He'll go full I think back. he's got to look at Brighton at the weekend as well and go, there's an opportunity there to potentially rotate. Fabinho can't play against Brighton anyway, so he's definitely going to start and play 90 and he's going to have the rest of the weekend. And then, you know, you've got the likes. For me, you, you go out, you win this game. You can, you've got the likes of Oxlade Chamberlain, you've got the likes of Naby Keita, James Milner, Divock Origi, who can all fill in, at, at, you know, and uh, on Saturday and, and come in. I expect Brighton, they're on the all right side, but I think the, the majority of the players in our squad you can pretty much put in and I'd expect us to beat that Brighton team. So I think well, that's the oh, way he's got to be looking at. This is interesting because I'm, I'm probably the other way around. I'd probably give lads who haven't had a fucking beaten from Napoli a chance to go and play <laughs> them, you know? No, I don't know. I think I think they've had a Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday is, is enough where you can just, you can, you can take all three in isolation and see where you are. So, the front three will be the front three for being all play. The back four, he might go, he might go Gomez for Lovren potentially. He's, he's mm. tended to do that. It, it, I think this is a game for Naby, mate. Yeah, pro- yeah, but you could do. You could absolutely, you could absolutely say Fabinho, and then one of Wijnaldum and Henderson. Fabinho has to start with a miss and Brighton, yeah, as Ben yeah. says. I think he'll. I think the, the team will be similar to what we played the weekend. Actually, just with 
Salah with Salah and for Chamberlain if I had to guess what it would be I think and with you actually I think I would try and do something in midfield I potentially Chamberlain not over Keita but see if you can get Chamberlain in midfield just for again the goals from, from that area he didn't have a particularly great game with Palace but I think we're kind of at a point now where we can probably say he's, he's more midfielder than wide player yeah but he, did he I, I don't know the England stuff he did feature in both games for England did he start both games yeah, for England yeah I think he and he came off Oxley Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if he started both games. I know he. I know he had the I'm thinking but I like that was a, bad a fourth thing. game on the bounce might be too much for Ox, which is why I'd be looking at Kaiser starting as well. as well. I think if we compare Divock Origi to being like an impact sub, I think Chamberlain's at, at that stage. I think it's his fault, but because of the recovery the injury that he's had, I think it's difficult. I think he'd probably go with the Fabinho, Gini, Hendo, just because again the attacking threat that they pose, go defensive, calm it down. Then you can bring the, the Kaita on because I'd love to see Kaita start, but what, at what cost? You know, it's a bit of is it a gamble? The form that he's in, the confidence that he's probably under. He, did, he didn't play at the weekend. Yes, he'll be fit, but can you can you chuck him in in a game which, you know, if you get it done, there's a Champions League done and dusted. Then mm. then you can bring him in for the likes of like Ben says for for Brighton at the weekend. I I I personally would much rather see Naby Kaita starting on Saturday than Wednesday because I just don't know what I'm going to get with Naby Kaita yeah. at the moment. And I think. As much as I can see as a talented player, and you know he's just too inconsistent. The game against Genk, where he does start at home, I mean, he doesn't have as much of an impact on that game that, that I that I would have liked. And I just think and nowhere that, near the impact is the other way. Yeah, exactly. And I just think that Jurgen Klopp will be looking at this game and be looking at Salzburg, and he'll be going, "We this is a really big opportunity to get this done." If this is away from home, I think it's an, it's an entirely different kettle of fish where you you, you go in you go in a ways that tough atmosphere, but. Given our given our form at home and given our record, you'd be looking at this and be going, "Look, we can get this sorted here. Let's just let's just get it out of the way. It's a t- almost like a tick box exercise. Let's just get it done, and then we can freshen up at the weekend if we need to. We can see, you know, we come out with a fully, you know, if there's no fresh injury concerns after Wednesday. We can we can start to because let, let's not forget we've got Everton next week as well uh, next Wednesday, which is a massive game. We 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 want to win that, so I think you'd be looking at that Brighton game personally as the opportunity for the likes of Cater and. And Chamberlain's again in the side. I think you want as well. Yeah, I think you yeah, want to yeah. win this. Midfield, the, the midfield, obviously, it goes without saying, but Napoli have got a very good midfield. Uh, it'll probably be Allen. Is Ruiz? I think Ruiz is fit. I'm right in saying, and then Zielinski maybe. Zielinski will yeah, be there potentially. Maybe. So they've got they've got a really really good midfield. They've got, they're a really good team. So I don't think you mess about. I do think the the risk. And of they play four four two, which yeah. I think is the formation that's given us the most yeah. questions to answer. Actually. Yeah, we could match them. We, uh, maybe I suppose, but uh, I don't think we will. Uh, it's a, if you lose this game again, then you have to go to Salzburg, and then if you lose in Salzburg, you, you're out. That's that's that. And listen, Salzburg are nuts. So anything anything could happen when we go to Salzburg at that time of the season. So I think he'll be listen. A point isn't a disaster. It's the evidence kind of still pretty much in your favour if you get a draw. So I think he'll go and be solid. I think he'll pick the. I think he picked the. Uh, provided everyone's fine, I think he'll just go the same team but obviously Salah will definitely play so we've got loads to talk about loads to pick up on there and we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk about the preferred 11s uh, but for anyone listening to this now um, I've just listened to this podcast on my way in this morning uh, the Robbie Fowler one that Paul did um, oh, Robbie's obviously in Australia now and hearing him talk about Liverpool Football Club brighten my day up and you should have a little listen right now you know, I've obviously won uh, many trophies um you know, scored loads of goals, but getting a chance to re-sign for Liverpool, nothing really ever comes close to that. Yeah, it's a club that you know, it's a, I've loved being part of, 
even when I finished playing, I loved being, you know, part of the, you know, going down the academy, you know, helping out. Yeah. Uh, being an ambassador and me being involved with um, with Liverpool was incredible. Yeah, absolutely, and obviously the uh, the, the piggybacks with the and all just um, added added bonuses to the whole. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, no, no one, no one really mentioned that. That was actually quite funny. That. <laughs> I can, I imagine Peter Moore would be up for that. He seems like he seems like the type. You know, you know what, what done me a favour actually. It was that that was the um, that, that night I posted. I had a, a spelters where I was just getting a load of people on my shoulders. And I, I remember doing it. We went away with like a Legends uh, game um, over in Singapore. Uh, a load of Liverpool players, or ex-Liverpool players, a load of other ex-Premier League from Arsenal. I remember getting David Seaman on my shoulders as well. He was, he was heavy in, by the way. <laughs> I had Crouchy on my shoulders. Well, when I say I had Crouchy on my shoulders, yeah. he was probably standing on me and his legs were still touching the floor. Like, you know <laughs> <laughs> so I had a spell. I, it became it became my thing where I just wanted people on my shoulder so I get a picture. Right. So you know uh, you know when I see you at, when I see you at the next training event for the legends and you complain about your hips, you get no sympathy. Yeah, no. no sympathy anymore. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I, I probably have done it myself. I always struggle with my back as well, and for some reason I just think. I mean, I, I was I was always like quite quite strong as well in football, and yeah. obviously that's not, not a bad uh, achievement. I put picking uh, David Seaman up and getting him on shoulders, and, and obviously Les Ferdinand. I've got a picture with Les Ferdinand on my shoulders. Well, these are big lads. These, these. Are big lads. So I think I'm. Uh, I think I can uh, <laughs> I can pick up most things. Amazing. And that was that was around the time. Obviously, you just mentioned Ian here, and I went talk about this is my thing. Please let me just get you on the shoulders. <laughs> And to be fair to him, he was even now he, he wouldn't go for the fair. So that was I practically, I practically begged him to come on, and uh, obviously got on. But and I posted a picture. I probably should have done to be honest, but I just thought it was funny. Yeah. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Okay, uh, we're going to pick our preferred 11s, but I've got a lovely stat. We've not done any stats on this show for a while. You love a stat. 
Napoli won 2 0 against Liverpool in match day one. The end. Good start, Chris. Yeah, well done. <laughs> of this season, only two teams have ever won home and away against the reigning champions of the competition in the group stages. Um, Ajax against AC Milan in 94 95 and CSK Moscow against Real Madrid in 1819. Obviously, Napoli are going to try and become the third team to do that. And that was via Stat Zone. Uh, great app you can get. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. I love it. Um, we are going to do our preferred 11s now. Ross, I'm going to start with you, mate. Mm. Preferred 11s, my friends. Um, some big questions. We talked about it in the first part of the show. What are you? Who are you starting? Uh, Allison, Trent, Lovren, Van Dijk, Robertson, Fabinho, Chendo, Gini. Chendo, Chendo, Mane, Salah, Firmino. Chendo, Gini. Okay, boring. I the, I'm, <laughs> the, the, I'm the same except that I'd start Gomez. For, for Lovren. For Lovren? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I told Gomez. Why? Um, because I think I, I, I like Joe Gomez in general. I think he needs to be played into form a little bit. Um, and I think, again, just, just, just switching that up. I, I, but you just made a case of you don't know what you're getting with Naby Keita. Do you know what you're getting with Joe Gomez on his current form? Um, yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Interesting talking point. Um, <laughs> well, I, I do a little bit because I know he's a great centre-back. And, and, I, and I know that... you know, love him not? No. Yeah, that's, that's no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he makes a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I said before, I think I'd start Chamberlain, but I've changed my mind. I've bottled it. Um, I'm picking the same team Ross has picked, actually, and I'm sticking with Lovren as well. Um, I haven't been impressed with Gomez when he's played this season, actually. I think he's looked half... Again, at some point he has to be played into form. He's got to find time to do it, but it, it isn't this game for right. me. Maybe again, win this game and send them to Salzburg. Maybe you can get have a go there. But I'm going a little bit more conservative, which is quite against my nature in in every aspect of life. Um, I will say uh, that, that wasn't even meant to be political, but it's come out that way. Yeah. It, it's true. It wasn't meant, but it's true. Um, I'm going to go what you called the boring team, um, and I'll pick the boring team as well. Okay. Are you picking the boring team? No. Absolutely not. It's preferred 11's time, baby. I can get you to roll the dice. Rian Brewster. No, definitely not. Massively overhyped him before the season started. Um, Shocking. Um, no, no, no. I'm, do you know, we had this discussion last week. I'm not Shaqiri's biggest fan. No, you're not. Um, I think people look back on him with, with, with a, a false recollection of how good he was. Um, I don't think he shoots 4-3-3 for Liverpool. I think he shoots 4-2-3-1. And I don't think he's been very good since we switched formations. Didn't want to come on here and bash Shaqiri when he hasn't even played a fucking game for us this season or whatever. But, but I have done now. Um, I would do the normal back five. I'd play Fabinho, Milner, Keita and the front three. I'm, sh- I'm sickened by that in my field. <laughs> Why? Milner's been brilliant for us in the Champions League. I just think that... Mil- nah. And, and Naby Keita's started the last two games in the Champions League with Oxley Chamberlain. I'm just not sure he just doesn't change it change it a bit just for the freshness. Yeah, that's not, that's what, but that's not... This isn't what I think Klopp will do. This is what I would do. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I just think, you know, you're going, you're going against the 4-4-2 anyway. Yeah. So I, I think you can afford to make a couple of changes in midfield because you've still got a numerical advantage over them. Um, I, I would, so I don't, I don't see that... And I think that we should have a good atmosphere at Anfield. Um, I think we should dominate the ball. I think we shouldn't be too scared of Napoli, even though we've had poor results against them over the last couple of years. I think we should go out there and prove we're the better side. I, I personally don't. I think in games where we are expected to dominate the ball, I, I don't think Milner is is the 
the option. I think I think you're better off with somebody like Genie who can you know protect it a little bit better. I think for me, the, the, the games I like to see James Milner in. I'm not saying that Klopp does this. Is games like Man City where you're gonna have to dig in and, and do a lot of running and, and things like that. Same with Henderson, but again, I think I think Henderson's better on the ball. I think for 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 me personally, I agree with you. I think I think we are gonna have a lot of the ball. I think for that reason, I'd I'd rather have wide out than there. Have you worried about the counter attack on on your team? And I think that's how Napoli are going to try and play us. I'd be, I think you, somewhat, they're going to isolate probably it'd be Trent or, or Robertson. Callahan probably playing right wing, you would imagine. He's been really good yeah, against us. I imagine it'd be... And then you'd have Insigne probably from the left, from the left would you imagine? If they've got Martins if, if Yeah, so even though like Lozano will be wide or up front as well. So I, I the transition worries me on that team. I don't, know, I don't think we're getting the ball back very often. I don't think Keita... Considering what what the, he was billed as, I don't think he's brilliant. He hasn't been amazing at that at ball recovery. I mean, you you'll know the stats more than me, so maybe I'm wrong. There's just a, a general feeling. He, he is the, pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah. It just it happens to be in the higher areas. Yeah, of the yeah, pitch. Up, oh, yeah, yeah, up the pitch he'll do really well. I, I'd worry about him on the counter. I'd worry, definitely worry about Milner on the counter. So I can see you you're being braver than me, which is fair play to you. You know, uh, he's not being just, boring. And you're not being bored. You're not. Be- I'm it's- trying to make the video a bit better. To be honest, the four of us just fucking sat here and said, "This is going to be the team." It's odd it, that you're not being bored by including Milner. Like that's yeah, that's, 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 that's a bit ironic. Um, but yeah, I, I. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a slog, mate. I think it's gonna be a really, really, really tough. What game. do you think the atmosphere is gonna be like for this game? I, I think it'd be pretty good because you mentioned before about Napoli having redemption because of last mm. season. I think Liverpool might have the same thing in the fact that the, the, the penalty that you mentioned, and the fact that we played so well while we're out there, but still lost. I think you know. I think at least a point. I think come away with it. I think the added. I think the added thing again is is that I think a lot of us know that this is a big game because we can get it done tomorrow night, and I think that will be a big motivation in the crowd being a good crowd. Yeah, I think you're right. It almost feels like there's the opportunity for this to be the sixth game mm. if we can just get mm. it done. I think it's it's massive for us because I just we we do have to talk about it, and I did want to talk about it at the end of the show. The ramifications for what happens in December off the back of this and us winning this game potentially, they're huge. Because I said I said three four weeks ago when when all the club World Cups have come out, you can you can play the team that's going to play against Villa in yeah, the Champions yeah. League. You can take two fixtures away. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, when when we look at those games when we did we did the big show last week, the review and all that, and we had them fixtures and we were playing on average once exactly every three days, but. That, and that was a run of that was a run of fourteen games in twenty seven days or whatever. But if you take two of them out, suddenly your average your games per day's average it, it goes up as it as, sorry it comes down. Sorry, well the games go down. You know the, your days between games go up. So you, you know suddenly there's it doesn't seem so bad this period if you can just win this game. You take Villa out the equation. You can take Salzburg out the equation then as well. And suddenly it's you not look at who you're playing as well. The likes of Brighton, Watford, Bournemouth, you know, Everton. Bournemouth. So we go. If we win, we we play Bournemouth on the seventh, on the seventh, away. which is at Bournemouth away. Then you would have Salisbury to go to Salisbury, away, the and then it's Watford at home, mm. but it's an early kickoff, uh, which is on the fourteenth. So basically, yeah, four days later. If you can send is a week off, if you could basically, if you can send your first team to Bournemouth, send I mean just say to Van Dijk, Salah, whoever, just you're not even going to Salisbury, just send Klopp with the with the, with the resies, and then you've got you got a week to prepare for Watford. for Watford at home in an early kickoff. Again, what for the, the, the rubbish? They've been rubbish all season. But fatigue, haven't been run. Salzburg will run you, run you ragged. It's just it's one less thing to worry about, isn't yeah. it? I think, and I think 
Klopp will be very, very the, much aware. The other of that. thing that we've not spoken about in this, and and maybe it's because we don't think it's likely, but if Genk get a draw, it doesn't matter. Yeah, mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely. know, yeah, yeah. You know, the Salzburg have to have to win this game. I'm yeah. just checking. Nap- you were saying before about Napoli's results, and I was checking them. And listen, they have not been in good form. They no, no, in, God, no. Yeah, they haven't been in good form in the group. To be honest, nope. I. I I watched the highlights of the game against against Red Bull and they weren't particularly impressive at home. I don't think they were that good against us. I think we're probably going to get at least a point here, not for a, a shocking VAR slash dive thing. So, well, they, I, They've drawn one all with, with uh, Milan. Yeah. They drew nil-nil with Genoa. They drew one all with Salzburg. They lost to Napoli 2-1. And I don't know when Roma had a man sent off, but they, they, they did. They did well there. <laughs> Sorry, they lost to Roma. Um, they drew with Atlanta. They drew with Spal and they beat. Salzburg so they've won one drawn five and lost one in the last seven that's not a team that's in great form no they're not so like I say if you can get your lads if you can get on top of them early you can almost you, in theory they can knock it on the head because then they know that basically they've got to go and beat Genk hmm. and they're probably going to be through anyway that's what that's what they'll be thinking is that if Liverpool can just put, put it on them a little bit maybe they just maybe they play the play it wise as well in that you know what it isn't it isn't do or die for them it really isn't. When they come to Anfield last time, it was they had to, they had to get something out of the game. They had to get a draw. So do you think they might just come for a draw? Yeah, I don't think they'll be. Maybe maybe they won't be as attacking, which I was saying before. I think they're going to sit deep, defend, and then try and hit us on a break or a counter, which is actually the same thing. I don't know why I clarified that twice there. But um, <laughs> maybe if you can get at them a little bit and then put it to bed, and then they they still got to live to fight another day. And I sometimes think that can. Even if it's like a little one percent, you know what I mean. If it just knocks them down a little bit, knowing that, even, listen, if we get beat Anfield, all all we pretty much have to do is beat Genk and we're, and we're through. I think they'll take that as well. Yeah, that's true. So I that's think true. I, I, maybe not overgrade themselves yeah, in that regard. Yeah. Uh, well, I keep getting comments every time I do the build-up show telling me that I forgot <laughs> to score predictions. Uh, so I'm not going to forget them this time. I'm just not going to do them because it's doing your head. <laughs> um, no, I joke. Um, we do have to do the score predictions because everyone loses the shit because it's part of their pre-match ritual right now. Um, so uh, Ross Chanley, score prediction for this one, mate. Two one. Yeah, <laughs> we is the score is the score that we seem to win games by. Two nil. Clean sheet. Yeah, you're Why mad. not? You're yeah. mad. Yeah. Well, I'm playing the boring team, so, you know. Yeah, the boring team always wins 2-1. Yeah. <laughs> I think the boring team will win 1-0. Okay. And I think Ross is right, and it's going to be another 2-1 victory <laughs> to Liverpool. Go behind early on. Yeah, so, probably. 85th minute winner, Bobby, yeah. be fine. Sounds good. We'll have a little bit Look of forward that. forward to it. Uh, don't forget to like the video. Do check out the redmenintv.com where you can get that Kirkland um, interview or that Fowler interview. If you were listening, you got a slightly different clip. Uh, don't forget to smash that like button, and we'll see you next time, hopefully after Liverpool progress in the Champions League. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.